And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Surfshark VPN, which is an award-winning VPN client that is looking to humanize your online privacy. So we've actually been using this VPN client for the last couple of weeks, Harish. What has been standing out to you about Surfshark VPN? I think for me, the thing I found like I'm using the most is how when I'm in public using Wi-Fi, right? You know, working at a cafe or on my phone or something, it actually kind of protects people from hacking into my phone. You know, with all the scams nowadays, right? Who knows what the hell is going on out there? But yeah, it protects you. Yeah, and actually if you check your, I think like for me, I'm in iOS, I've seen that some of my passwords have been compromised before. Oh, is it? Uh, on certain, uh, yeah, certain malicious sites, you know. It's, uh, it, yeah, it tells me that I need to be more, a bit more cognizant of where I'm logging to Wi-Fi and who has access to my private data. Yeah, I think last time it never used to be a big concern, but with all the news you're seeing now, you got to watch yourself, man, and watch the Wi-Fi. And our good friends at Surfshark have got a great offer for you listeners. If you use the promo code, YLB on the Surfshark website, you can get 83% off and three months for free. Okay, promo code YLB, which stands for Yalabad. So go check them out and enjoy some VPN. And for now, on to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor, man. Good old humor. How oh, are you yeah. recovered already or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I'm super. Fully recovered. Yeah. Be, before, I mean, I I know I, I did it last week and I regretted it, but I'm gonna say it again. I'm excited about the week ahead because tomorrow. About the week ahead. Yeah, tomorrow Singapore opens up, man. And oh, but I thought I thought you were dreading that, right? No, 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 it, no, no, no. We, I think no, no. I'm not dreading it. I'm. Dre- uh, I was just dreading the outdoor mask. Mandate. I mean, I, I wasn't. I'm not a fan of the the new rulings about outdoor masks. Huh? Not that I enjoy yeah. wearing masks. I just don't think is uh, the implementation will be very good. But uh, yeah, tomorrow Singapore opens up, man. It's a big step forward. But generally, yeah, generally, yeah, like the, it, it does signify something. Like, I don't know whether at midnight today there'll be celebrations or something on the streets, you know, like no, a no, no, mask ceremony or something. Tomorrow, ten thirty one p.m. That's when the party begins. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's why they probably did it like, because they probably know that weekend. I mean, we, uh, yeah. if at midnight they do it, some people will be out there taking that's the mask true. off. Or, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. But then I, I also could tell over the weekend uh, that you were more or less recovered because when I asked you how you were, you ended with some preachy quote. Uh. Then I was like, okay, Terrence is back already. Which preachy quote? The what? Uh, bad, bad, bad oh. sicknesses don't last, but bad guys do. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Terrence back to his preachy best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That, that's, a, that's a shout out to Razor Ramon. Uh, rest in peace. Bad what? Bad, bad, he said what? Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Oh, that was a yeah, yeah. quote from Razor Ramon. Uh. Then mm. you must put it in quotes and then put a dash Razor Ramon. Like. I thought you were just Saturday oh. morning giving me all these quotes. All. I was like, fuck. Like. Okay, at least he's back to normal already. Like. Why would I call myself a bad guy? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Without context. <laughs> okay, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You share a quote, you must let me know who the quote is from, lah. Yeah. For for those who don't understand the context, is that uh, the wrestler Scott Hall, also known mm. as Razor Ramon to a lot of uh, millennials and, and people older, uh, the fa- famous wrestler from the nineties, passed away a couple of weeks. Uh, I think one or two weeks ago. So yeah, that was a shout out to him. Shout out to him, man. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yes. We. Before we move on to the first topic, what are we mm. plugging, Terence? What is the plug for today? Um, 
I mean, we're just going back to the basics, uh, Instagram, man. Mm. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, but yeah, we're trying a few different things with Instagram now. Um, I'm not sure if anyone's noticed more recently that our recording setup, you know, went through a little bit of uh, transitions and all, um, whether audio-wise or video-wise or anything. And uh, now, yeah, on, on, on our Instagram, we're going to start uploading a few different things uh, related to the podcast as well. Yeah, including video recordings, right? Mm, the snippets, mm, yeah, uh, yeah. snippets of the the most yeah. snazziest part. And if you notice, like what Terence did, the recording, our mics also have changed, like our home mics, right? For the more discerning yeah, ones. Yeah, we've uh, we upgraded. Well, you know, our our we're gonna upgrade our seats, the the chairs that we sit on as well soon. Oh yeah, uh, excited slowly. to announce that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah later. Slowly upgrading. Yeah, yeah. Now, so now in true blue Singaporean fashion, uh, we are digitalizing. We are upgrading and we yeah. are, I mean, I don't know what SkillsFuture course we're, we're taking up next, but yeah. That is true. Oh, we are upgrading. Always be upgrading. Chan Chun Singh will yeah. be proud. Right? Mm. Shout out to you, Chan Chun Singh. Mm. Okay, cool. All right. The first cool. topic, um, it's a bit dark. La. It's a bit darkish topic. Um, yeah. And and I mean, it's, it's basically uh, the last chapter in something that was horrible that happened last week. But mm. this chapter is like is the more polarizing one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's basically the whole rise and fall of what uh, Wake Up Singapore's uh, role in covering an apparent case of miscarriage at KK mm. Hospital. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, 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 whole, the latest yeah. news uh, is that basically a POFMA was, was uh, issued to Wake Up Singapore last night, just past midnight, I think. Uh, mm. by by I don't know uh by the Ministry of Health uh, right the Ministry of Health yeah. came out to clarify so the government has issued a POFMA against uh Wake Up Singapore for the post about uh KKH which is I think what you're talking about in the as, yeah. a, as a whole story like, right yeah yeah exactly so yeah. so I mean broadly speaking the it all started last week when there was a very sad case of a, a mother who had a miscarriage at NUH. Uh, mm. After waiting for two hours, la. Yeah. Uh, well, what her husband posted was that yeah, she was ble- bleeding profusely. Uh, went to the hospital, was told to wait, and after yeah, two hours in total of waiting, she went to the maternity ward, and the doctors checked her, and then they determined that she unfortunately had a miscarriage, la. So it's fucking sad, la. He mm. posted it online on Facebook. It was it went viral. They had um, pictures. There was a picture of a coffin with a teddy bear on it as well, la. And yeah, yeah. It was very, 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 uh, very sad, and very morbid for anyone, uh, even if you don't have kids. Yeah, it's damn sad. Like, I mean, like a miscarriage is one thing, but to have a miscarriage after waiting at a hospital that is supposed to mm. um, help you deliver the baby is fucking sad, lah. So yeah, so is. NUH uh, stepped forward. They put out a statement and and they have clarified and apologized for the whole incident, lah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But shortly after that news went public, uh, Wake Up Singapore posted that there was another person who privately messaged them that she went through something similar at KK Hospital. KK mm. Women's and Children's Hospital. We will start we will yeah. refer to as KKH. KKH and yeah, they posted something. And, and I remember the first time when we were talking about it with one of our friends uh, who highlighted the NUH issue, even you said, right, it was NUH and KKH because that was what people were, were understood it to be. Like, it happened at NUH and KKH. But then since uh, then... Yeah. No, what, I think uh, what I was... Uh, to, to just clarify, what I was pointing out was that 
um, you know, Singapore seemed to be last week seemed to be all oh, talk all talk about opening up and everything. And then yeah. but the story on the ground with frontliners was that they couldn't cope, right? And yeah. as evidenced by what was happening in NUH and KKH in the months of February, la, when all these incidents uh, were reported. Because la. of waiting yeah. times and all. La. Just, yeah, just as yeah. indications that the healthcare system was stretched. La. Right. Yeah. Because if exactly. someone has to wait for two hours at the hospital, one indication is that yeah, la, the healthcare system is stretched to the max. La. Yeah. So after the first post, um KKH came out and said, okay, they they are investigating and then they couldn't find a record of the uh, pregnant woman who claimed she lost her baby and left attended at A&E. Um, mm. Then, after that, I think the next milestone was that... The, after that, there was a police report that was filed by KKH. By KKH, right? yep, that's right. Yeah, and then Wake Up Singapore posted a series of screenshots um, about with their conversations with the lady who, uh, who mm. admitted that the recollection was false. Mm. And then there was a POFMA that was served and then Wake Up Singapore has been posting a few different posts related to that. So essentially, yeah, they themselves said they had been lied to the whole time. Yeah. So I think the reactions online, most people are shitting on Wake Up Singapore. But Mm. what were your thoughts throughout the whole thing? Because yeah, last, last week, it was about the healthcare system. I remember when we talked about it on the podcast as well. But since then, yeah, how have your, what are, what are your thoughts? Especially given that you're a dad, so so not to say that mm. it you feel it more, but just your perspective would be interesting, la. No, I mean the yeah, I think that I heard about the KKH one through my wife who who was hearing it from other mothers, uh, and you know mm. they were all sharing how sad it was and all, and uh, I I mean I won't won't deny I think a lot of people probably were very shocked that the Singapore healthcare system would uh could fail young parents like that. Lah. You know, we mm. talk about uh, wanting to support, you know, uh, families and family is the core of, of uh, Singapore, of Singapore society and all that. But then if like, you know, like someone's having trouble with their, their, their pregnancy or, or baby you can't, and then they get turned away or not turned away, but they get delayed help from the hospital, that's, that's, that doesn't jive, lah, right? So yeah. um, I I I, I want to I won't deny that a, a lot of uh, I was feeling like that um, yeah the faith in the in what was being said officially about our healthcare system, and and and, and our healthcare system itself was uh, slightly shaken uh, by this by the by these uh, couple incidents being reported so closely together, uh, mm. but then of course. When later, you know, it comes out that uh, as as the pressure started piling up, as the police yeah. report started getting made, as KK started coming out to make a statement, a much quicker statement and a better statement than NUH, I might add. Because NUH essentially just said, oh, you know, please do not speculate our respect for the couple and all that. When actually they were just trying to protect their own ass. Um, whereas KK, I think they, they were much quicker in coming forward to say that they had not there was no record of such a thing and and then subsequently they were announced that they were going to file a police report and all these things. Uh then that's when uh Wake Up Singapore or the and the and the contributor buckled that, right? Mm-hmm. Essentially. And then you yeah. realize, oh shit, this was like a it was like a Raisa Khan Raisa Khan moment, right? Where basically yeah. you cannot question <laughs> when you've been put on the question on, on the chopping board by Shamugam and then the 
and the police and all that, then you're like, oh shit, uh, time to, time to change the story, you know? Yeah. So so I mean, yeah, like my thoughts don't differ from yours. Uh, and I also felt that that NUH initially their response was like, yeah, like not the most sincere. Whereas KKH. Just based on what the statements were being put out there, they were trying to reach out. But I won't deny also, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, of course they can't find it, like, you know. Because, yeah. yeah, if you can cause, allow that to happen, yeah, of course your system is like, blah, blah. But then, uh, Wake Up Singapore, they actually posted something online where they wrote a pretty lengthy article about what happened, like, and the whole mm, timeline mm. of events. Because initially, yeah. I was like, fuck, like, Wake Up Singapore... This is a piece of shit uh, website. Why the hell are you posting this kind of shit? And yeah. like the, the stuff I saw online and from some friends, some of them were saying, yeah, you know, Wake Up Singapore, you to do better. Some were saying that, you know, Wake Up Singapore, why why do people trust them anyway? You know, they are yeah, almost what, like... What a, is, what is a Wake a Up Singapore to you? Uh, just like... Um, uh, like a, just a shitty uh, tabloid almost. La, where I won't trust what's coming out of there. La. So to you, it's like uh, there's a you think that there's a team of people behind Wake Up Singapore who who see themselves as like alternative to mothership or the online citizen so, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of I thing. Think so. uh. I think okay. so. But what are you? No, my impression of Wake Up Singapore was always that it was like uh, some. I mean, it was. I think I my my thought was that it was born out of the whole Xiaxue Raisa Khan thing from the elections or something. Uh, as in that's when I, I, I first started really noticing it. Lah. And uh. Uh, it was born out primarily for, for you know, raising minority issues. Uh, talking about minority issues in in Singapore. Lah. Uh, mm. That was my, that was my in, uh, impression of it, that it was probably like, a, you know, run by someone, in, you know, who believes very strongly in the causes for, for minority activism and, and, and 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 the state of affairs in Singapore is is much uh, leaves a lot to be desired lah to say the least lah right um, yeah I mean I think and and so they, I I, they... I no so yeah so my my impression of it is not necessarily is terrible from the very start you know in a sense mm. that uh, I think if I remember like just one or two years ago maybe my impression of it was okay at least there's someone or something someone trying to you know highlight these issues and call them out more. Uh, mm. But in I will admit in more recent months, I've seen them go down the SG chicken rice route, la, where mm. it seems like they were getting a lot of anonymous contributions, a lot of anonymous tip offs, and you know from from people who wanted to 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 you know roll up uh, roll up an audience, la, so to speak. Uh, yeah. So my my impression of it sort of nose dived in recent months, uh, and I'm I'm just surprised that 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 you know that. that People think that it's a some kind of publication and all that. Cause to me, it's always been like a small one, one one person operation or something like that. I never knew that that it was already it had already been seen as like a big news alternative or anything. Actually, because I think their rate of posting and content creation is quite high. Like they have hundred twenty five thousand mm. followers on Facebook, uh, hundred fifty thousand followers on Instagram, and generally quite prolific. Like I think anytime there's there's a as a big issue in a local issue, they will have some sort of opinion. Um, I, I I will also say that there were times in the past that I think they broke news first, and mm. then everyone okay. kind of uh jumped on. I do recall. I can't remember which one exactly. But mm. when I said mm. the shitty tabloid earlier, it was because I feel like 
a lot of the things they will just take an excerpt and use that to to further their own uh, agenda like, which mm. I mean the only defini- definition Give I can find example. Of, yeah um like let's say uh, if I go on the website so like even like uh, let's see uh, the most I'm not trying to put your feet to the fire on it. I'm just trying yeah. to understand what the general uh, what, what generally what people know or think about it uh, yeah yeah so I mean like uh you know when they made the no the the mask not compulsory outside, they made use a meme of the the bad the no bad no mask lady the badge lady. Mm. Um. So then also the there was a recent Rolls Royce video, uh, of the guy you know who, who blocked the road with his Rolls Royce. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who was shouting and all, and then now there are photos showing his perspective where it really looked like he couldn't drive lah. I'm not saying his mm. behavior should be lauded. But they posted that and then they put like big car, small brains. So, you know, that kind of thing, it's like um, you take this one clip and all and you just go run with it in a certain way. La. And mm-hmm. they, they, they take excerpts like this and yeah, la, like I think any conversation happens after that. But then it becomes a thing like, okay, you have 150,000 followers. Should you be responsible when you post? La? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, there's, yeah, that's my, my follow-up question. Like, do we... Is it, do we, uh, do we, what, what do we expect from them? Uh? Do we expect them to, you know, do their, like, due diligence and journalistic integrity and do their homework and all that? Or, so or what on, is it? So, on uh? that note, right, on that note, yeah. if you read their account on what happened, right, I actually mm. respect them a bit more. A bit more. Oh, is it? Okay, okay. Because if yeah. you look at the conversations with the lady, right, they shared a lot yeah. of screenshots. They said a lot of the messages were deleted. It really did feel okay. So when they initially posted it, I think they were they were jumping the gun, lah. You know, someone mm. said they have bills, they they have e- email screenshots and all, and they immediately posted. Um, I mm. wish they did more to just check or legitimize whether it was the case. But after that, right, my impression was like, okay, lor, they fuck it, and then like uh, there was all this talk, and then only when the police report came, they tried to verify. But if you look at the screenshots, the conversations, it seems like they really tried to get in touch with the lady. There were quite a few mm. conversations going on and maybe they realised, shit man, people are calling us liars. People are saying we fab- fabricated it. We just want to try and get a, something more substantial from you. Lah. And they wanted to jump mm. on the call mm. with her. They yeah. asked her for email screenshots and all and that was all done. But I think the moment they posted it, they shot themselves in the foot already. Lah. So that, yeah, that, that's, uh, I guess that's uh, something about uh, your process and, and your so-called Due diligence as well, uh. Should you post something before you, hundred before you verify all the facts about it, uh, Right, uh, especially yeah. when it's something so incendiary, like oh wow, like KKH delays treatment of a woman who loses a baby and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then it becomes a thing of like, okay, uh, if you have news, you want to be the be if you've got a different perspective or insider news, you want to post. Okay, I mean, some people would do that, but I think this one, because it concerns like life and death, literally life and death, mm. and like a hospital, it's almost like, okay, if, if someone were to be accused of sexual harassment, but yeah. then is like uh, acquitted after that, like, you know, proven not guilty, there's still that kind of like, that feeling, like, you know, I, you, you can't, mm. you, there's no way you can remove that sort of tarnish. And now for KKH, right, like no matter what yeah. they do, if people don't talk about this or read the follow-up, in their mind, it's like KKH, someone had a miscarriage there. Confirmed there'll be some people yeah. who will be left with that that image line. I think that is and, fucked up. And we're talking mm. about a 
KK Women's and Children Hospital. So, so I mean, a lot it's of a hospital, uh, exactly. Yeah, a lot of mothers have delivered there. I mean, I was delivered there. As a because baby you imagine, well. like, when yeah. you were having your kid, I'm guessing your choice of which hospital. I mean, those sort of things, like, it would affect, like, right? The history. Uh, I mean, the that one is determined more by probably more by your your gynecologist or your choice of gynecologist. But but mm. uh yeah But for public, I think for public, most public, uh, people who see public hospitals or that definitely KKH is the the choice, lah. Right. It's quite highly reputable, lah. Right. It is. It is. It is very 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 highly reputed for women's yeah. and children's highly thing. reputed. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. Uh. Is a yeah. It's very. Uh, it, like you say, like tarnishes reputation, even if it's just hearsay and things like that, lah, right? Yeah. So I mean, now there is a pofma. Uh, mm. Wake Up Singapore has been quite apologetic. Um, uh, and you read that, you're like, okay, like it feels like they're not just writing it off. Like you know, we want to do what we can, even if it's not pos- not truth. There's a message behind yeah. it, and all, and like very much like the Raisa Khan thing, like you know. Yeah. It almost feels but, like but because. They, but they never sought comment from KKH, right? Uh, I think that happened after after they posted it. So if you look like at the what happened, it, it started mm. with uh the messages from her. Um and I mean yeah, they posted all the screenshots. They got the KKH bill from her, um, mm. which is an actual screenshot, which now they say might be might have been doctored. Uh yeah. there were missed calls and calls from KKH might have been doctored. But I don't think they reached out to KKH. It was only when yeah. there was a lot of backlash saying that, oh, is this true? Who is the person? Then they were like, okay, mm-hmm. la, we are being called liars. Can we, can we, can you get in touch with KKH? And they said specifically, did your in your email, did you make your identity clear? And she was like, yes, yeah. I did. Yeah. So I think the latest out of that is that she has been identified. She was treated at KKH, but there was no miscarriage. There's no miscarriage. Yeah, she was just unhappy with I don't know previous previously how she was treated or something, but but yeah. So that's the thing, lah. I mean, like uh, for Wake Up Singapore, I I'm just trying to see is there a silver lining, uh, in all this for Wake Up Singapore, to maybe mm. wake up their wake up their own uh practices as well, because I think there is a. I'm not saying that yeah, lah. You know, I I won't cast them in the just in the, cast them in the the iron iron pot of shit immediately. Just because of of uh, mistakes they've made, lah. Because like hearing from what you're saying about their, uh, what about their writer, which I actually haven't read, uh, but I would like to read it and, and just better understand how they think through the different decisions they make, lah. Like why would they post it before, you know, uh, trying to get KKH to say something about it and all, lah. But if they don't see themselves as like a, you know, a you know online news source like a mothership or anything like that, then, then. Yeah, like, okay, I understand that. But it seems like a lot of people do see them as a like legit alternative news source. So, uh, so I mean, actually, even on the About Us page, they say Wake Up Singapore strives to be a trusted and accessible alternative news source. We do not flinch mm-hmm. at the prospect of taking a stand on issues as long as our positions are grounded on sound reasoning and a solid foundation. We aim Correct. not just to report news, but to shape views. So I yeah. think they do have aspirations to to become a legit alternative news source. La. It's yeah. just but stuff like gone, this doesn't help. They've right? gone, yeah. This 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 whole thing is they've gone full SG chicken rice already. You know? <laughs> full SG chicken rice. No, because if you imagine right, like you know when uh nice uh, or a company liquidates, yeah. if one 
of the people impacted reach out. You can imagine that, okay, now is the time for other people who have maybe gotten nowhere facing the same problem. Unity in numbers, lah, you know? Like, um, then there's something about pulling people who have similar experiences who got screwed by an entity or the system together to to kind of like um, get something out of it. Like, and if you see their messages, I mean, like uh, let's say you, you give them the benefit of the doubt, they were really just trying to get justice for this woman. In mm. some way, it's a good time to try and do that, right? You know, it's in the public uh, mainstream consciousness. What better time to help this person who looked like she had been screwed by the hospital to get mm. something out of it? La. Yeah. Right. So... But that's where it gets tricky, la. So, so, like, let's say for example, if someone so you're saying you're you, saying like they're the, they're like the Batman, superhero, Batman, yeah, <laughs> Batman, but then got kind of kind of conned by the Joker, la. That's if I'm being very generous, la. Um, yeah. It's basically like Raisa Khan, la, You know, like it's very similar, right? She heard something, and she went all out in a in a setting that maybe was wasn't the best to do that without much verification, la. Then in the end. Mm. It took a police report. So now police report, like fucking the power of a police report. You know, last time when people used to make fun, oh, everything, make police report, make police report. But now yeah. there are actual yeah. benefits that come out from making police reports on claims. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I think, I think, but it also speaks to, I guess, like uh, institutions also understanding that, that yeah, like something said about you, something bad said about you online can have very large ripple effects. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you, you want to use to to the fullest extent the power of the law to to stop these things from happening, la. And and I mean the power of the law meaning fucking Pofma, the Pofma the ass out out of uh out wake up Singapore. La. You know, speaking of police reports, you know which other case we spoke about recently that had a police report also had a a a, a new chapter. Which one? You know, Duckland, right? The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy went back to pay. <laughs> oh my god, amazing! Because wow. why? Maybe it's because he saw on the, in the news that Duckland is thinking about uh filing a police report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he went back to pay. They posted about it. They said that he had a good conversation with a chef, and they they clarified that yes, Irish duck tends to have more fat, and he identified that the ones he was eating had not much fat. But they say if people want fat, they can customize the duck to have more fat and they offered to prepare half a duck but he was in a rush. Like, holy shit, man. Did that only come about because they made noise about a police report? Is that what we're going to? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, um, I, I I don't think that's a necessarily a bad thing. Lah. It's quite black. The, the Duckland one, I think, is quite black and white. Yeah, uh, la, it is quite black and yeah, white. Yeah, la. This KKH one, I think, it probably has to start with a police report then then you can lead towards, then you can go towards Pofma more easily, la, right? And but it's eerily similar to the Raisa Khan thing in in mm. in the sense that you know we did speak about how the healthcare system is stretched. Everybody knows that. Then you can imagine a portion of KKH manpower being spent mm. to deal with this shit, right? Mm. And then it sets back hospitals, it sets back healthcare workers, it sets back so many things. So I'm just curious what led this woman to to fabricate a story until like that, Because I think now her identity. Mm. KKH, if they can verify she was treated there, they know her identity. Yeah. So, what is going on there, man? It's the, it's the exact same question that people are asking about Raisa Khan. So, like, why would you insert yourself into the story no, and, and Raisa Khan, you can almost things around it? Uh? You can almost imagine she wanted to further um, women's rights and better treatment of, mm. of victims of sexual harassment. Uh. So, mm. that narrative is almost plausible, uh. 
this one, unless she just I mean, wanted she's any- upset. No, she's upset with the way she was treated at KKH, you know, in a prior, maybe oh. somehow. So, so to me, to her, that was like, oh, revenge. And, and it's, uh, she'll use one of these online platforms and pretend to be a victim. And then after that, uh, you know, push out a fake story. La. But she didn't know that it would lead to so, so much. She thought it would just be another story that would sit on the internet and no one would care about it. La. But oh, uh, jealous, not yeah. anymore. So in fact, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I do think that it's it's much, I see her motivation much more clearly than even the Raisa Khan on her. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just if you're, unha- let's say you're unhappy with some, the service or something you've received from a hospital before. You are mm. you were not not happy with how you were treated when you were you were there, uh, and then after that you made to pay the bill as well. You're unhappy. Uh, how else can you, you know, besides calling a customer service representative to talk to you, uh, how else would so you? So it's like a smear anger? campaign, uh? It's like a yeah. smear campaign. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, quite quite. Wow. Uh, and people yeah, like I, I mean that's why yeah like, I think people nowadays with the internet they know how to they know how to use these tools uh, against against each other. Mm. And scary. I guess it's easier than ever to smear smear an entity, smear someone, smear a corporation. Like. Yeah, you only hear one side of it, right? Yeah. Mm. Mm. And then, uh, I mean, th- that's the thing, like, you know, you only hear one side because she went to Wake Up Singapore, which didn't, they, I mean, for whatever reason, they chose not to get a comment or, or check with KKH. Like. And that played into, the, into that lady's uh, plan, like, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I guess if they went yeah. to maybe other outlets, there might have been more emphasis on the fact that, okay, we got to verify this shit because it is a huge claim. La. It is yes, a huge yes. ass claim. Yeah. Ha, so yeah. Don't, but, don't play play. But yeah, go, go like we, we'll put a link in the description to the wake up uh, post because I was surprised they posted something that lengthy. Mm, um mm, mm. And I mean, it it reads like they were they are sincere about it, a lot more sincere than other apology posts or letters that I've read in the past. Okay. So, I mean, if they carry on, if they do want to champion minority issues and issues mm. that are a little more controversial, polarizing, all power to them. But yo, man, yeah, yeah. you ask people to wake up. Yeah, it's time you for you to wake up. Wake up, your name. Yeah, <laughs> wake up, wake up, Singapore. W U W U S G. Wugs. Oh that should be God. the acronym, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. But yeah, ah, it's been a sad, yeah. Sad one, yeah. But uh, I mean, uh, thankfully, not it's it's not all about sad news, right? Mm. Yeah. There's also <laughs> our next topic is actually about very much happier things, lah. About about yeah. about something that leads eventually to pregnancy as well, lah. But but uh, this one is the the process. We're talking about the process of of two human beings. Coming together in holy matrimony, and yes. uh, but it comes with a heavy, heavy, heavy and hefty price tag as well. Yes, yes, and <laughs> I, I know this is a very relevant topic for you also. Uh, yeah. So that's why I thought I thought it'd be interesting to discuss it because uh, it has it has fired up a lot of people online as well. Uh. Yeah, it has like it's yeah. buzzing on on Reddit, and I'm guessing a lot of people are sharing this because like like what you said before this podcast, the fact that things are opening up means weddings. I'm going to go back to a little more how like it used to be with more people, 10 people per table and all, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so the title of this article is Thanks for inviting me to your wedding dinner, but please don't expect an ang pao to cover costs. It's written yeah. by Joshua Lee from Mothership. And it just talks about 
the process or the phenomenon of ang pao giving uh, and how much ang pao should uh, entail uh, with regards to the location the wedding is held and all that. Yeah. And this is something that I've been ranting about for a long fucking time already. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's a time to update it also because yeah, like tomorrow Singapore is opening up again. And I think yeah. people are finally moving ahead with their plans to get married or to do whatever they need to do. And also because I'm planning my own wedding now. Like. Correct. Yes, that's right. It's very relevant. <laughs> right. Yeah. Except so, yours is not so, Chinese wedding. Like. Yours not, yours, you won't impose that kind of pain pain point on your on I don't your, know. I don't know. So, guess, so right? when you say impose that kind, maybe, maybe you can give us a primer as the subject matter expert on Chinese culture and wedding practices. Can you give us yeah. the context of Ang Pao giving uh, in the world of Chinese weddings? Uh? Uh, I mean, I could go on a lot, but what, what is your understanding as a non-Chinese person? I think it's, that's more interesting to hear. So certain core things that I've learned over the years that the Ang Pao is, there's a market rate for Ang Pao's depending on the location that mm. the dinner or banquet is held at. Um, and yeah. that market rate increases every year, just like inflation. Mm. And... Mm. The ang pao, like the goal of couples who organize weddings like that is to, the, I mean, or the expectation is that through ang pao's, you will recoup uh, uh, quite a bit of your wedding cost line, sometimes even break mm. even. I don't know whether that's the that's the general goal, but that those are the three main things that I've understood. And when I first heard about it, I was like, what? How? And when you, what? I mean, you first, what phase in your life do you first hear about this? When you started um, attending I, weddings lah? Yeah, when some of my closer friends were getting married, so maybe late twenties, late twenties, oh, okay, okay. uh, thirty. Because okay, so my context of growing up with weddings is that I mean Indian weddings. Not every Indian wedding is three four days. Some Indian weddings are one day and all. But the angpao or the gifts are almost like okay, it will happen. But you don't factor that into. It's not really dependent on where you hold the function, um, and you don't factor that it that heavily into the the expenses of the wedding like a wedding is almost mm. like okay you are going to have to spend on the wedding uh, if you get ang pao's and gifts and all sure but there's no expectation that you will break even I've even heard some people I don't know whether it's true or not that they sometimes make money from having a wedding which fucking mm. I heard that my mm. mind exploded like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So those were the two. That was kind of like what I I grew up with for Indian weddings. And when I found out about Chinese weddings, I'm like, oh shit, that's cool. But mm. then I got annoyed like, because when I go to someone has it in some hotel and all, then I have to pay yeah. a different rate if they have it at a hotel. So that really pissed me off. That fucking pissed me off. Like yeah. right from the start, yeah. uh, already I was damn pissed off. So that was, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. So I, th- yeah. I mean, the only thing I'll add is that uh, uh, it, it doesn't start from a place of like, uh, oh, what's the market rate? Like? It starts from a place of uh, generally, like, I think in Chinese culture, giving the ang pao mm. with money in it is a, a form of like, uh, whether it's Chinese New Year or a happy occasion or something, uh, or someone's birthday, it's a form of uh, wishing them prosperity and luck, la, right? Mm. So mm. Um, the idea of going to someone's wedding and giving them ang pao is also to do the same, to wish them well on their journey of marriage and you know the mm. rest of their lives, la together uh, and you give more based on uh, how close you are to the person and, and all mm. you know so yeah. same same as like when you're planning ang pao for for chinese new year and all this like how much you give like and and yeah correct the correct. only the only the only thing it has uh the unfortunate realities of 
of living expenses in Singapore have come into and, and sort of uh, mixed up with the whole specter of, of, of wedding ang pao's as well. Uh. And that's mm. the that's the, the point of this article is he's saying that uh it has got to the ridiculous levels of like uh if you I think the most expensive is three hundred and seventy dollars for a dinner at Capella Hotel in Singapore, which is uh mm. very you know the, the, the grand ballroom at um at on Sentosa Capella Hotel. Yeah. Three hundred and seventy dollars yeah. per hit per person. Uh. So if you go if you go you and your partner attend the wedding, it's we're talking about seven hundred and forty dollars. Uh. You know, for uh, mm. five course or five course or six course meal, that uh, yeah as but just to be part of the wedding lah, right? Um, yeah. So uh, oh yeah, in case anybody's wondering, if you don't give an ang pao, can you still go? Uh, you can show up lah, yeah la, But la. people yeah. they will know that you didn't give an ang pao so lah because usually you <laughs> you have to sort of label your ang pao and, and and write some messages on it for for the couples, and, and usually people. Got they have we'll a, collect they la, right? We'll collect la, and we'll mark and all. <laughs> <laughs> they do they do keep track of these things, la, yeah. So, so the fact that there's an angpao market rate it blows yeah. my mind. Okay, uh, so uh, uh, so uh. I will say that as of what like maybe six six years ago when I go for my friend's wedding, it's more about how close I am to them, but yeah. never about the hotel. So I'm pretty mm. sure I pissed off some people. I'm pretty sure, sure like I've annoyed some people where they look, they're like, what the fuck? We held it here. You give it, give us this amount. But I mean, I don't insert a note in the Ang Paula. Hey man, I'm giving you this because I don't believe in the market. I can't do that, right? Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. probably just think I'm a cheapskate asshole. But it, it it really annoyed me when the, there's an expectation. Like, okay, you choose the hotel and I mm. have to give you money based on your choice. You want you include yeah. me. Make, yeah, it a, make yeah. it a collaborative process. Yeah. But the, the, the okay. But one thing is that... Uh, Weddings in Singapore, we are basically held ransom by by all these big venues as well, right? Mm. As in, yeah. uh, I think you you are you can talk to the experience of trying to find a wedding venue. You yeah. the options the options. I mean, there's no like oh you want you got budget mm. option versus uh, expensive. Everything is generally quite expensive, right? Actually, that's only if you want to have it in a hotel or a restaurant. Uh, there are places yeah. where you can do it for a lot less. A lot less, uh. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So, but let's but say let's say hotel, can. hotel or or restaurant, uh, right? Yeah, Could you yeah, say, yeah, I think correct. the most most people is one of these two places, like hotel or restaurant. Uh, or, yeah. I mean, where where else are you thinking of that you can do for a lot less? I mean, if you want, like, uh, I know if you wanted a community center, the, ah, the okay. hall yeah. there, right? Yeah. You can have it there because I know that yeah the the for places like the void deck that is. Uh, not everybody has it there, but it yep, is. Yep. There are quite a few Malay There's weddings that are held at Void Decks. Yeah, uh, yeah. But if you wanted to, you could. Mm. You know, you can mm. hold it at a beach, uh, yeah. a, a beach event. So that might have cost also. But yeah. I think even now, as we are looking for a place to to um, have the wedding dinner or wedding brunch, of course, mm. cost comes up because yep, the moment yep. you want to book out a place. Uh, a restaurant where you might eat like $50 a head and have a good meal, the moment you book out the place, they have to mm. cover the cost of the diners that you're not going to get to enjoy, like, like the multiple correct, correct. Uh, slots um, or shifts of people coming in. So it might balloon up. Like. But that mm. has to be part of your cost. If that is out of your means, for me, it's like then you don't choose the place. Yeah. You choose somewhere else. It shouldn't yeah. be. Because then it almost feels like a very... Uh, annoying system la. the restaurants have to understandably increase the rates for book out 
you mm. want to have it at that restaurant, then you transfer the responsibility to the guest who has no say in this whole process. Mm. So if you want to have it there, yeah. then don't have the expectation that the guests are going to pay you the per head amount. Yeah. So, that's so are, you having at a, are you having at a beach or a restaurant or what? Your, your I wedding? mean, right now we found a restaurant, but it's like managing that with the guest list and uh. making sure that everyone comes, still has a good time. So now we are thinking instead of having one dinner reception, having mm. like uh, maybe two different dinners at scale down places la, that are mm. more affordable. I see, because I see. like even if you have a restaurant now, like if you want a wedding dinner and maybe free flow alcohol for two or three hours, it comes like 200 per head. And yeah. the thing is, if you have a dinner, as of last week before Thursday, it ends at 10.30. And to me, yeah, a wedding without right. dancing... Then you yeah. pay like two hundred plus a head for three hours. It it, it doesn't make sense, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So I I think, uh, my point was just that yeah, like if you just want a restaurant or a hotel, which is I think like ninety percent of people just want that. Uh, you have to. It is it's expensive, lah, in Singapore. Yeah, it's expensive, lah. It's expensive. So then unless we you should do, rise up. Yeah. Unless you do what? No, unless you do alternative plans, like you know, like go to the beach or or go to a farm or I don't know, do it at the at McDonald's or something like that, lah, right? I mean even the <laughs> the number the ninety percent at hotels and restaurants, I think it's probably less, no. Oh is it? Do that. Because I mean now I think like I think more and more people are realizing like, wow, you spend so much money on a wedding. Yeah. Um for what lah, you know? Having yeah. kids in Singapore is expensive. Doing anything in Singapore is expensive. You don't right, put right. that much in a wedding. So I won't be surprised if the trend is shifting away from restaurants and hotels. Mm. And maybe mm. no, you still do it at restaurants, but not like a fancy restaurant. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm 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 all for that, I'm all for that. But but I'm just saying yeah. those that that the system, the the mainstream system right now pushes mm. people in that direction of of uh spending a lot of money on the wedding. Uh yeah. probably booking a hotel or, or restaurant. And then and you, if you are if you find yourself in that system where you know you're pressured by family or pressured by your significant other to to do it in 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 the within the system lah. Don't go in, don't mm. go in. You know, go to the don't go to Pulau Ubin or anything like that for your wedding lah, right? Yeah. Then uh, yeah lah, Your your choices are limited, and you have to cough up quite a bit lah. That I'm still like I totally get family pressure and the yeah. system and all that, but then yeah. don't expect your guests to correct, come correct. in without any consent from them. To yeah. chip in like it's like you go out for dinner with friends. Let's say you mm. had dinner already, you order like a lemonade, and then yeah. you still pay like sixty bucks. Yeah, anyone yeah. would feel like, yo, man, what, 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 what is this? So I get the pressure. I get how your weddings are expensive. Mm. Then, but it shouldn't be transferred over to the guests, lah. That's what I feel. Correct, correct. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm not saying anything about the transferring to the guests. Yeah, I'm just pointing out that, that yeah, lah. That's the starting point for a lot of couples. Yeah. Uh, not all couples are they expect the guests to to fully reimburse everything lah. But uh I think from the guest's own perspective, there's an understanding that this is the this is the reality of the world we live in, lah, right? Like mm. in Singapore, like in Singapore, yeah, lah, you who says you need aircon in Singapore? Singapore aircon air conditioning is so expensive, we we can just have a fan and, and just live with it all day, lah, right? Yeah, lah, but yeah. is that but the reality of it is sometimes once in a while people do want to be able to have a nice 
cold cold sleep in the aircon air conditioning totally and everything. But yeah, then yeah, if yeah. people come come to your house for drinks, you don't ask them, hey, you can pay two dollars for the aircon, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So <laughs> the, so my, my, my point is I, I maybe I come from a point of uh, a bit more uh uh empathy or sympathy for for, for young people getting married. La. It's not always uh, I mean we are in a we we live in a country where you know unfortunately this is just the case it is and and uh, whether you want to play the game is up to you. Whether you want to play the game is up mm. to you. Uh, mm. And Harish, obviously, you know, he's saying that the game is stupid. And, and hey, no, no, no. Okay, so like, you're, right? you're putting words in my mouth and you're making it seem like I got no sympathy for young couples. <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking planning my wedding yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I got sympathy, sympathy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a lot of sympathy. But, but mm. okay, but you can finish your thought. No, so, so I'm, yeah, I mean, the article, I think, has... has uh, it has come out and it's gone viral again. You know, it's, this is not a new topic, lah, right? About whether yeah, we should yeah. bring out market rates, but it has uh gone viral because I think uh hotels have been very starved of uh weddings in the last couple of years, so they may, might be trying to make up for what happened uh, the last couple of years where they've not been able to to have weddings, uh, and same for couples as well. They all rushing to get married now. And so they're all the demand is there, you know, and and hotels are able to charge the kind of price, and yeah. people still want to get married. Uh, plus, the fact that we are we are starting to get back get back together in 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 big congregations again, uh, and so we are going to have to attend weddings. We are going to we are going to be invited to weddings. Whether you want to attend is another thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so this, I think this this article comes at a point where everyone is realizing, oh shit, do we. You know, opening up means a lot of this, like a lot of these things that we used to grapple with for more time. More. <laughs> no, and it's trickling down because, like, now our it was easier to t- explain to family, extended family, mm. why you're not invited to the wedding. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. right? If the capacity limit goes up, then you're gonna have to have all these other discussions. Exactly. You're saying yeah. no, no. I looked the restaurant before twenty six March before PM yeah. spoke. Um, yeah, I can yeah. show you the date of my confirmation, my deposit, and all that. So that. That is one downside to things opening up, like, to be honest. Right. For anyone planning a wedding, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you will you will resonate. Like. But then yeah. you there was also one time that I, I think you told me that someone you knew sent a wedding invite to a Chinese wedding, where mm. in the invite itself, it mm. said your Correct. how much to pay, right? What what yeah, was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Uh no, what? she I think it was a a friend of a mutual friend of ours who yeah, was yeah. getting married and they had a wedding invite that was very beautifully designed. Uh, but in the I think they just outright just put their minimum minimum ang pao two hundred dollars <laughs> They they just didn't want to. Uh, I think they thought they were just being very straightforward about it and just just putting out there that if you can't if you can't afford to pay the two hundred dollars, don't don't bother to come. Uh, we'll we'll meet you another time. But yeah, for so, just to attend this thing, it'll be a minimum of two hundred to cover it. So, yeah. So what is the 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 Chinese culture or the belief? Uh, I know not every Chinese person, not everyone who is part of the Chinese culture believes that. But what is the general principle? Like, is is there an expectation that you can recoup, like break even or something? Is there like a a chart or KPIs in every young couple's planning that okay, if we have it here, you know, the economics work better and all that? Is that what mm. what's that process like? I think you. I mean, there is a. You, I mean, you, you invite people that you you definitely want to see, and you also know that yeah. they they also like 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 you know the conversation we were having earlier lah, uh, that they invite people that understand the situation that we are we're all stuck in lah, together. Mm. 
Yeah, mm. you wouldn't invite someone like, you know, who's very vehemently against having to pay for weddings and things like that. Because you know that they're not going to be happy about it. And then why would you want to invite that kind of unhappiness to your wedding and all that, like, right? Uh, because you mean people same, like me, is it? <laughs> like essentially people like you. Hey, no, like, right? I'm willing to pay. <laughs> I'm just not willing to pay market rate. Okay, don't slide these 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 yeah. subtle jibes at all. Uh. No, no, yeah. no. But I think the 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 the, the truth is, I know the truth is, I was I I think I was very against uh even though even don't even say market rate lah. Like, the idea of of covering you know the cost or whatever during a wedding, I I I was like, why why would you need to do that lah? Like, you know until. I myself got married, and then you know you, you sort of understand the kind of game that you're, where we're all we're all stuck in now like we're like in the squid game, squid game of weddings and that like you know and <laughs> squid game of weddings. It's like you just do or you die like, right you know and then you yeah. don't do it then your head explodes like. uh so that so when people invite me to the wedding I do ask myself yeah like, do, is it is 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 it like something someone that I really care for and everything and do I want to be part of this the celebration like? and if it's a yes. Means I also don't want them to go through that kind of headache that that I went through when thinking about these kind of things, and I'll just like, okay, I mean, you know, I'll be there now. I will, I will, I will try my best to cover whatever I, I whatever my costs are, lah. But, but I, I get where you're coming from in the sense that the the market when it becomes a like a market rate kind of thing, then it's it's a almost feels more like a commercial transaction already, lah, right? Mm, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I'd rather like- be told like what. Like actually, so actually nowadays, I rather be also be just told what the minimum is, and then after is and then it? go from there, mm. Yeah, yeah. So so let's say you get invited. If you're not told the minimum, what you will go Google the restaurant, look at how much it costs per head. And I will. I will yeah, yeah, I will. I will look at the restaurant. Generally, look at articles like this. Of course, I mean, three hundred seventy is is crazy. Like, I'm not. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do that. It's probably outright. I'll just say no thanks, lah. But yeah. but generally, I will look at at, at that and then. Adjust a little bit accordingly. A little bit lah, a little bit. Yeah. So I will I will play this back as I uh dissect the amount that you give me for correct, correct. Ang Pao for my wedding. No, no, but <laughs> I'm giving you I'm giving you a lot of in kind in kind everything else. I'm your life coach. Your life coach. In kind services, life coach. Wedding wedding counseling, wedding counseling, in kind services. Those that's priceless. Like. It's worth thousands. Yeah, don't give me the shit. Don't artificially price your own services that I did not ask for. Yeah. <laughs> I'll figure out which which dinner I'm invited to first. Then I'll see from there. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you remember how much I give you in your in my uncle? No, 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 no. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. Don't lie. Don't, I don't lie. remember. There's but just, I will it might say, be on the spreadsheet or something somewhere. I have to look no, it up. I will <laughs> say that I went I went above uh my what I was giving generally that that time like, because uh, yeah, it was based yeah. on the relationship. But yeah. it probably still didn't yeah. meet the market rate of where you had your hotel. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't but, know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but the, the main thing the main thing is that. Uh yeah, like some and some people get really pissed off about this kind of thing. Like like the, about what the, kind the, of thing? About the amount that someone gives you. Uh and I guess to those people I'd say, yeah, like, but you really don't know what people are going through at any point of time and, and whether yeah. financial issues are, are an issue for them. Even someone who's like really you know, you you think he's earns a big salary or that, but maybe he's got a lot of liabilities he's paying for, divorces and stuff. So it, it's 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 not a it's not a very cool thing to 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 judge like that lah. To be so calculative about it, but that's it. That's it. I mean, the bigger thing I would point out is that the worst thing you can do for a Chinese wedding is RSVP. Yes, I'm coming, and then not show up. Oh yeah, that is like that one, that one. ten times worse. For any worse wedding, than, for any yeah, wedding, yeah. for any wedding, any wedding. Yeah, yeah. that's the like like any wedding. 
Yeah, even if you're sick or something like that, right? I mean, I mean, okay, like now, now it's different. Like now it's COVID, everything different. But at least you got to give a notice. You got to give a heads up. You got to give a apologetic uh, and then something. You still if not, pay. you're a real <laughs> asshole. If you, and I, you still I, pay. If you, if you pay, that's that's you good. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's important because food was catered and a seat was catered. I mean, someone else was excluded and and everything. Like. So so, there's an yeah. opportunity cost to you not just just not showing because. Yeah, though there were people who just MIA during my wedding, and I, I mean, I, to this day I still the, remember. Photo I remember who they are. I remember who they are. I remember who they are. Throw the dart in their face. Because yeah. <laughs> there were so many fights and so much fighting, I had to go through to, to be able to invite them to my Fight wedding whatever. and make space for them and everything. And and to, yeah, to them it just wasn't important enough, lah. And and yeah, la, Maybe our friendship is not important enough to them. That's fine. But then fucking don't come for this. Don't RSVP <laughs> for the fucking wedding, man. Oh, allow it. And did they pay? Yeah. Uh? Did they pay? No, I like, never. Like, obviously. Yeah. Oh, allow it. We can hunt them yeah. down. Huh? We can hunt them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I have no shirt for a wedding for, but the next thing I did was I ran to the person's house and dropped off my uncle's Give, house. Really. Yeah. yeah. Same. Uh, I think I have no shirt also before, but I remember doing that. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, like the cost is, is not cheap. Uh, and wherever you hold it, there will be costs. Yeah. And... Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes also you if you hold it at a place that is not as expensive per head, then you might end up inviting more people. So there's a big correct, cost correct. regardless, lah. Yeah, no, yeah. And just the the so, the social cost, lah, of like, yeah, that like you gotta include one person, then you exclude another. That means someone else has to give up a seat for you, and and maybe you and your you and your fiance maybe are fighting over how many seats each person has, things like that. Yes, hey, yeah. But just one question, <laughs> because the article did mention it, he he. I think the guy was bringing up other ways that you can, you can sort of help pay for the wedding, uh, in mm. the sense that he offered like you know the Western in in I think in in America they do like the, the wedding registry. registry a lot, yeah, yeah, you know where you can buy stuff for their house and all, and then have it sent direct to their homes as gifts. Yeah. Or he said he could write a song or play guitar as a gift <laughs> for the person on their wedding. Like. No, fuck no, okay. Dude, you Terrence, if you play, you write a song or something, <laughs> or do a TikTok dance and all that, I will ask you to yeah. just get the hell out. <laughs> that's the cost, that's a, that's a negative to the cost. Yeah, yeah, no, don't give me all the yeah. shit. Yeah, anyone who's listening who's going to be coming to my wedding. Yeah, so, so that's why I read the article, I was like, is this guy like just trolling? Is he just trolling Singapore Singaporeans and like waiting for the response? <laughs> Yeah, that's why. I mean, he he says like he wants to show a gift that that you know thoughtful and all that. No man, for wedding, I don't need your thoughts, dude. Yeah. <laughs> thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I don't need your thoughts. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how yeah. Are, are you going to put a minimum market rate on your no la. On your no, wedding? No, 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 I won't. I won't. <laughs> but I will remember. I will remember yeah, everything. Remember. <laughs> No, like, I think the approach, that we, are, the yeah. approach we are taking is that let's hold it at a place within our means where, okay, we want the, to invite people who we want to be there even if there's no Ang Pao or something. So it does mm. it does change options and all that, la, but we want to be cognizant yeah. of that. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, So whatever comes is a bonus. La. Yeah. I mean, yeah, la. yeah I mean, let's... let's Let's all try to be happy for everyone getting married in the next couple, the next uh, year or so. Like, they've been year. waiting very long. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> in spite of the the inflationary pressures on on the wedding prices. Uh. Yeah. yeah, man. But yeah, cool. But yeah, let us know what you guys think also. Uh. Let us know what you think because we might be very outdated now. Uh, we were thinking about it. Uh. Yeah, maybe yeah, younger cool. people these days also are like, yo, man, we... Uh, 
We don't give a shit about wedding ceremonies anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. Any uh, one short comment that you came across over the weekend? Uh, 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 uh. Let me pull up those threads. Do you have something something in mind already? Uh, yeah, no, just a comment on our last uh, uh, podcast talking about COVID restrictions. I think Aim, uh. Aim, Aim Poons just, mm. uh, just pointing out to me that don't be so pessimistic and paranoid, like Terrence. Life is good, life is fun. I think I consume too many negative content and focus focus too much on that. Singapore is small, is small, but in general, the crazy videos we see online are minorities. The larger population still okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think Im Poons is just trying to say that yeah, uh, he or she uh, is generally quite positive about us opening up and the mask, the new mask mandate. And uh, and point out that it's been done in other countries and it's not so bad. People are not, are not going nuts or anything. Yeah. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Um, my one essentially was just, I mean, there was a, there was, there was one thing on the last episode, uh, about the transgender swimmer, uh, mm. and someone disagreed with us, uh, mm. and just laughed at our verbal acrobatics about being cancelled. And then someone mm. questioned, okay, just asking what they disagree with. La. So mm. is the user is Astrolite5, uh, mm. and... I guess the one should comment is that okay, Astrolite 5 uh, responded, uh, which I think is a plus, but I wish they would give a bit mm. more info about why they disagree that Leah Thomas is a woman. La. So it's kind of an ambivalent comment of the week. La. Like, I, I like it when people discuss and share their opinions, but come on, Astrolite 5, give us more thoughts, man. So yeah, that was my, mean, that was mean, my uh, comment describe, of the week. Describe their belief that... Uh, yeah, I mean, what, like, like if you you wholly the initial comment was a verbal acrobatics you had to go through to avoid the landmines of cancellation was seriously hilarious this week. Uh-huh. I love your podcast, but I wholly disagree with your views on gender ideology. And then Tiramisu uh, asked, I "If see. you don't mind me asking, which part do you disagree with?" And then Astrolite Five, I disagree that Leah Thomas is a woman. But if you Full wholly stop. disagree, oh. I want to <laughs> I want to know your thoughts, man. Share your yeah. thoughts because yeah. I also want to learn from other people's thoughts about it. Correct, correct. That's right. But yeah, yeah. man. And your one shock cool. thing. Cool. Uh, my one shock thing is the... Um, when I was... Because I just finished uh, Mandalorian on Netflix. So now I'm on the hunt for my my next show. Um, mm. And it is the... I just started uh, watching the comedy on Netflix called Servant of the People that is starring mm. the current Ukrainian pre- uh, president, mm. uh, Vladimir Zelensky. Because um, yeah, yeah. I think what I heard was that the production house that made it has been has been getting pings from all around the world, and and yeah, I saw it on Netflix, and I mean it's just very. I mean, I'm I'm like still watching through the first episode. It's it's uh basically about a high school teacher that ends up as president lah. But it's so, it's such a surreal experience watching this and then seeing clips of him addressing the world about his country being like bombed the bomb right now because yeah, yeah yeah it just feels a little so it's a very weird experience so i wouldn't say it's a shock thing per se but it's mm. something that i've never experienced before like, like you know the shit that is still happening as we speak you see him addressing the camera in his capacity as president and then you watch a show where he's a goofy actor that becomes president 
Yeah. It's a very weird thing, but and, and he references yeah. Lee Kuan Yew and all right in the show supposedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he does right. Yeah. Lee Kuan yeah. Yew and Singapore. So it's just it's just weird, and I mean it's on Netflix right now. If you have Netflix, mm. just just check it out because it's a little too. You've heard that art imitates life, life imitates mm. art, but this is ridiculous, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give give the series a shot, lah. Interesting. Yeah. What uh, about you? Cool. My one thing, my one shock thing is a uh, is a game called It Takes Two. Mm. Uh, it sounds like a, if it sounds very cheesy, like a you know some, like real love works the kind of lo- the kind of slogan. It's because it is about uh, it is about. I mean, it is a very, it's a it's a game that um, is about divorce, lah. Basically, it's about uh, mm. a couple on the verge of divorce, and then. And then the the child with you know uh, wishes that they wouldn't get divorced, and they become these two these two little dolls that have to that have to jump through hoops to to get back to their normal bodies lah. So mm. um, it sounds like a very cutesy kind of game, but actually it's dealing with very heavy adult topics of divorce and 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 why divorce happens and and then how it affects the child's life lah, because you, basically like the child you know, wishes that the, the parents wouldn't get divorced and then her tears drop on these two wooden dolls that 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 uh where the parents' souls in, incarnate into those dolls. And after that those dolls have to, you know, fight the the child's you know, things from the child's imagination. Uh, like like it's, it's the, the child has a space baboon friend, you know, for example. And that space baboon friend is like her best friend because her parents don't have time for her. So the space baboon's very jealous of but what kind of game is it? Like, like is it a it's, like the role playing game or no? No, it's like a it's a local co op game, meaning that you must play with uh, someone who's seat, who's with you next to you. You know, uh-huh. like the old school, like old school, like uh, old school games that you play like Ben Knuckle, Golden Axe, that kind of thing. Uh, and it's by the creators of uh, another another very good local co op game called No Way Out, two player games lah. Uh, so it's, oh, it's so the graphics and all are quite cool yeah. it's all cutesy stuff but and then the, you're basically solving puzzles together as two people la. you jump around and you help each other you know overcome hurdles and stuff like that the idea is that you all collaborate as a so called couple to solve these problems la. and you play a video game together and you discover things that about the child that she's unhappy about and all so, so I like it because it's a very I would never imagine myself playing this kind of cutesy, cutesy kind of games, but because the the themes are more adult and all that, so actually it's quite uh, yeah. it's quite interesting, lah. Yeah. So it's and on I, which I, platform. I, it's on uh, multiple platforms. I think Switch on. Oh, PlayStation, but Xbox, not iPhone or anything, No, 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 no. Like you need to have proper controllers, and everything to play this game, lah. But yeah. Wow. There, there are very few like two player co op, like local co op games that are really so good. So you play? My wife, ah, yeah. Oh. Over she enjoyed it also. Yes, yes, yes. Right. I mean, it's always nice to be frustrated with once each other once in a while, you know, when you don't when you don't do something right and all that lah. So, and so you that, have the right to get frustrated lah. Yeah, 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 because yeah, it's in the game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but the game talks about divorce, oh, wow. so yeah, it's also quite. It's not. It's not. It's not like light reading or anything like that lah. It just came out. Oh, it just came no, out no, March twenty six. No, no, no. Eh. Oh, no, no, no that was year, a year ago. A year ago. But I only just year, tried okay. it out, and I was like, wow. It's it's not it's not what I thought it would be based on the cover. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. But cool. yeah, cool, Coolio. All right, man. Cool. Uh, first episode of the week down. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>